Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Amanda Rieger Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. Are you curious about developing your intuition, living more aligned, feeling like you're in the flow, and finding practical tools and resources that create magic in your everyday life? You're in the right place. I've been curious about all of those things almost my entire life, but I didn't know how to develop them at a young age. It took a while before I gained a better understanding of myself. And it also took a lot of courage, courage and vulnerability, stuff that I wasn't willing or even ready to cultivate at certain points in my life. And what happened is I had a really dark night of the soul, probably from age 28 to about 32. And that darkest time is what solidified my gifts. Coming out of it, finding tools and resources to work on my personal growth and development, healing past traumas, pain, and circumstances that really limited my belief in myself and also blocked me from what I love to call the sunlight of the spirit, from God, from the divine, from my faith. So intuitive development, just so you know, at least on my part, is just as much about connecting with source, connecting with God, and whatever faith you hold or have, how little, how small, whatever uh, religious ideologies you align with, this fits. This is about deepening your connection, better knowing yourself, and better feeling and living that part of you that's connected to the divine. And again, it takes practice, it takes courage, it takes building muscles, it takes dedication, repetition, sometimes a framework, but it also takes talking about it. Having people, having a community where you find things that resonate with you and you're able to share those experiences, you're able to practice, and you get curious, you have fun. It's also about fun because it's about self-exploration ultimately. And that's another piece to what this podcast is about. From a young age, I had the gift of claircognizance. We all have 
intuition. It is just underdeveloped a lot of times because of societal norms. And we frankly don't have a framework at a young age yet, which is happening a little bit, but we don't have that framework to cultivate and nourish intuition. As children are highly intuitive, but the light gets shut down because we live in a linear practical world. And I had that gift from an early age. My clear cognizance was difficult because I would get these downloads of information, intuitive insights that were like a knowing, and I would know things in conversations. I would know things before they happened. And I thought everybody could do that. I thought it was a natural ability, which it is a natural ability, but I didn't realize how highly developed my intuition was. And it was overwhelming, overwhelming emotionally. I'm a Libra, by the way, and <laughs> we we tend to wear our heart on our sleeves sometimes. So I was sensitive and I was afraid of criticism. And that was a big thing is being criticized. So again, developing to it, intuition takes courage and vulnerability. And I didn't have that until I did. And I came to a place in my life where I hit a pretty dark night of the soul from about 28 to 32. It was the most challenging time of my life. Old traumas had come back up to haunt me that I had suppressed or pushed down. I was not living an aligned life. I did not feel connected to God, to source. I wasn't living in faith. I was living in a lot of shut down fear, ego-based fear. And I came from a place of reaction. And it wasn't that I wasn't successful in work or in some relationships, but I wasn't ultimately happy. I didn't feel awake, alive, connected, and inspired. It really felt lackluster. And it was hard. It was like, um, it, it would be like just climbing uphill. And it, it was exhausting, quite frankly. Unfortunately, through a series of very divinely orchestrated events that were pretty traumatic, for me, a story of alcoholism and addiction and depression, anxiety, crippling, crippling mental challenges, emotional challenges, and then all of these energetic and psychic challenges, I came to a place of surrender. I love the acronym for God of the gift of desperation, G-O-D. And that's what I had at about age 32. I was I was exhausted. I was desperate. There was no light on in my eyes. It was like I was a shell of a human being going through the motions. And I finally came to a place where I said, I surrender. I can't do this. I need help. I want to live. I want to live better. And I'm not sure that I even believed that, but I was hungry for it. I knew that something had to or could be better. And I ended up in my recovery starting to heal, starting to work on myself. I had a better framework for living and tools to really focus on all of the deep-seated, deep-rooted things that I had suppressed or held down that had become this unconscious patterning that dictated my life versus me clearing that away to live in a more aligned, fluid, faith-based path, essentially. And as I came to and I began to wake up and start to see the small miracles and the divine orchestration of things through people, through experiences and signs and synchronicities, and my energy started to revitalize, there was this hope that developed and the desperation started to heal and the hope started to increase. 
And hope is an important thing, to feel hopeful. Even on our challenging days, our darkest days, it's having hope, having faith that something is coming, something I'm learning from this. And that's what what happened through that gift of desperation, through beginning to heal and wake up and become clear. One thing I know for sure, and I know this through some of my darkest experiences, which I will share later on in this podcast because I know it will come up and I, I know some of you will align with it and it will help. But in my darkest hour, I was a channel for darker energies, darker entities, and I was susceptible to an overwhelming darkness. So just as I am a vessel of light, I am also a vessel of darkness. I believe that we all have the dark and the light. And, you know, it takes the darkness to make the light brighter. And it takes ferreting through that darkness, shining a beautiful torch into the darkness to illuminate our light, to clean it out. When I started to wake up, started to heal, my mind got clear and light started to come back on in my eyes. And instead of holding and channeling heavy, dark, angry, fear-based energies with doubt and worry, self-consciousness, instead, curiosity, happiness, joy, clarity, ease, peace, for goodness sakes, peace. Like that was a big one. I remember the moment I felt serenity and it was fleeting. It wasn't like I just felt serene and that's been the end of the story. But I remember I was sitting in a rocking chair and I was doing some journaling. I was doing some self-reflection. I looked up and there was this gorgeous sunset. And I remember thinking, wow, this is beautiful. I feel peaceful. And it was jarring. It was alarming because I hadn't felt peace like that maybe in my entire life. But I had been painstaking about wanting to heal, wanting to live clearer, to live more aligned with something greater and more divine than I could humanly cultivate in my ego-based frame of mind. And when I experienced that peace, you know, a smile just flooded through my whole being of, you're okay. Things are opening up and expanding. You're on the path. Capital T, capital P, you're on the path. And it's like once you wake up to that path, at least for me, it's really hard to go back to sleep. And when you know a healthier, better, clearer way of living, when you have moments of divine alignment and you see God, you see God in the everyday, you see it in relationships, you see it in work, you see it in yourself, it's hard to deny that it can't exist or it can't grow. So it's getting hungry for it. I mean, I've always been a seeker and a searcher. I just was looking in the wrong places, and I didn't know how to embody it. So much of what I want to share on this podcast is learning how not only to use practical tools and techniques that resonate with you, but learning how to embody your innate wisdom, your innate abilities, and to communicate them, to live them, to allow them to live through you, to channel that divinely seated part of you that was given by source, by God, your higher power in whatever way you see or experience that. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. 
Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. My professional background is in healthcare. I have a Master of Public Health where I focused in health law, bioethics, human rights, and health service delivery. I worked in the healthcare system. I loved what I did, but a lot of where I was useful was in helping cultivate people. My leadership gifts come from a place of learning to inspire other people, to astound them with their innate abilities. And all the while, I'm using my intuitive gifts, but not realizing it. I'm learning how to read people. I am learning to listen better. And then I'm giving people the ability to shine or bloom where they're planted, providing them with tools and resources. And so that was happening while I was in the healthcare field. But at the more that I woke up, the more that I aligned with myself, developed my intuition, ritualistically and routinely developed my spiritual and personal muscles, and they got stronger, it was almost as if I could not deny my soul's call. And it was 2016 when I made a pretty bold leap of faith and I left corporate healthcare and I started working with clients, doing readings, retreats, workshops, seminars, and coaching people one-to-one on a spiritual basis, soul-to-soul, helping channel people's higher wisdom, reflect that back to them, and illuminate and ignite their own innate divine spark. And that's what I've been doing ever since. It didn't just happen organically. It did was organic, but it didn't just happen overnight. I remember specifically, I had a a doctor's appointment 
And it was in the middle of a work day, and I was waiting for the physician, and the, the tech was in the room, and she was apologizing. The physician was still in a surgery. The physician was late. And the whole time I'm sitting in the room, I could feel the presence of this tech's mother, or who I thought at the time was her deceased mother on the other side. And this woman on the other side, this spirit, she is relentless. She will not leave me alone. She's wanting me to communicate with her daughter. And I'm having this whole discourse with her in my head, mind you, as I'm talking to the woman. This is the way my gift works. I'm outwardly talking to this woman. We're just making small talk. And then in the background, I'm in this disassociated state simultaneously. Simultaneously, her mother is saying, you need to tell her I'm here. I have all these messages for her. She needs to hear them. And I mean, it is just chitter chatter. And I'm saying to her, this is inappropriate. I'm, I don't know this woman. I'm in the doctor's office. What if she thinks I'm crazy? And, and the woman is arguing with me and she's talking fast and she's also talking in Spanish. You know, she's giving me signs and symbols and she's Hispanic and she's, she's moving faster than I can even handle. And I just said to her in my mind's eye, the way that I communicate, I said, fine. If you give me a sign, if you give me a sign that is so clear from this woman that I cannot deny your existence or communicating your messages to her, then I will have the bravery and the courage and the boldness and the vulnerability to say something. And she's like, fine. Well, it wasn't 30 seconds later. The woman says to me, I love your shoes. And I said, oh, thanks. Thanks so much. She said, you know who would have loved those shoes? And I said, who? And she said, my mother. <laughs> and, and I just rolled my eyes and was nervous and annoyed. And then also I had made a promise. I had made a promise to this guide, this spirit guide, her mother on the other side that I would deliver the messages. And I said, well, funny you say that. I have the gift of mediumship. And ever since I walked into this office... Your mother has been bombarding me to share messages with you. Are you open to hearing from her? And the, the room got silent. And I thought, oh, no, here it comes. She's going to think I'm crazy. You know, I mean, 25 things rolling through my head of every scenario that could play out there. And tears started rolling down her face and her cheeks. She says, my mother died 30 days ago today, and I'm really angry. I haven't cried. And she said, I moved her here from out of town. We put her on hospice. She was very sick. And it was not an easy death. And immediately her mother started delivering very clear evidential messages. So evidential mediumship is where they give you messages that validate who the soul is and that help the person really know they're connected with the soul. And she started giving her messages, and she said that she did not die in pain. The hospice at the time did not really do a good job with her pain management, and she was in a lot of agony at the end, and the daughter felt a lot of guilt because she had made the decision to move her closer so she could be with her, and she thought it would be comfortable and smooth, and instead it ended up being a, a really difficult transition, not only for the mother, but for the daughter that I was speaking with and her sister. And the mother said, oh, no. You know, she says, I am fine. She said, I got out of my body, you know, despite all that human suffering, the body trying to let go. She says, what you saw was my body letting go, not my spirit. My spirit was holding you, holding you and your sister. 
And I remember there was a, a song that she referenced. I can't remember the song, but I remember saying, and she's talking about this song. And the woman said, that was, that's the song that's playing in my car. I've been playing it over and over and thinking of her, and I'm angry instead of being able to cry. And the woman is bawling, and, she's, and the woman says to me, it's probably so inappropriate that I'm crying in here, and you're the patient. And, you know, I'm the one that think, is thinking this is inappropriate or unethical or I'm crossing a line. And she iterated the same thing. And all the while, the doctor is not there yet. She's stuck in a surgery. You know, we have been gifted this space together. Anyway, the the messages continued to be healing and remarkable. And the woman said, this is the biggest gift. She says, I hadn't been able to grieve because I've been in that state of anger. And um, sure enough, it was a moment where, you know, we embraced, we hugged. I felt lighter. She felt lighter. It was bigger than us. And the mother delivered such wonderful, loving, gracious messages that I could see healing happening. And it healed my soul. You know, mediumship, connecting with our souls, our higher selves, with the world around us that is unseen is not always just about us. It's about other people. It's about connection. It's about knowing we're not alone. That there is this divine plan, even when it is traumatic or tragic or difficult, we're learning, we're growing, and we're building faith rather than losing faith. Well, ironically enough, the follow-up to that story is, when I left the doctor that day, you know, we embraced, it was really precious, and I walked out of there and I felt light and I thought, oh my goodness, like this isn't about me. This is bigger than me. My gifts, the way that they're developing, they are about being of service. And that is ultimately what I ask of God every morning. God, may I be a vessel of service. Help me get out of the way and help me show up and be useful for the highest good, for the highest light, for your light to create expansiveness, higher vibrational living. Interestingly, there was something that came up in my medical report after the doctor showed up where it required a follow-up visit six months later. And so it it wasn't anything super alarming. They just wanted to do a follow-up in six months. So I showed back up six months later, and I remember on the way there, of course, I'm thinking about this woman, and guess who shows up? Her mother. Yeah, I'm driving in the car, and the mother is talking about Luby's. If you live in Texas, we have a cafeteria. It's cafeteria-style food called Luby's. And all this woman can show me is just all this food from Luby's, tons of food from Luby's. And then she's showing me these candles And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll see this woman again. Maybe not. Food from Luby's candles. Got it. Okay, if she's there, I'll deliver the message. Who knows where we'll be now? She might think I'm crazy. You know, she might, who knows where her experience will have led her. Anyway, I get back in to the office. Sure enough, the same woman is there. And she says, I have so much to tell you. And she just begins to share with me all the healing that she and her sister have had, the ways her mother has continued to show up and validate, create greater healing, help with her organic grieving process. And it's just beautiful. And I say, well, funny you say that the whole way here. I don't know what this means to you, but your mother's been trying to get my attention and all she can talk about is lubies. Now, mind you, this is the way that my intuition tricks me when I get in my ego and in my fear. I went to a place of 
okay, this Hispanic lady, I'm sure she cooks great, amazing food and has big family gatherings because that's my own preconception. I'm thinking, why is this Hispanic lady talking to me about lubies? Not that not everybody loves lubies, but it was just I couldn't figure it out. So I was kind of afraid to say lubies because I thought, well, this isn't going to make sense to her. Anyway, the moment I said lubies, she's talking about lubies. She said, the only restaurant my mother would want us to take her is Luby's. And she said, we have ordered our entire Thanksgiving dinner from Luby's in her honor. <laughs> and I said, well, she is ready for it. And she's ready for the feast. And she's glad you're doing this. And I said, and then she keeps talking about candles. She said, ever since I met with you, we met and we spent that time together. My sister and I both have candles that we have lit and we have been burning in her honor. And I, and I said, okay, that makes sense. So You know, this story, this juncture, this point in my intuitive development, when I had one foot in a professional role that I loved, that I was good at, that I was trained for and qualified for and excelling at, actually, and then this other foot in this spiritual world, this spiritual development of people, seeing how hungry this woman was for healing and clarification and growth and feeling her joy, her lightness, her vibration lift in our encounters, our chance or divinely inspired encounters, it showed me this is your path. It would be a little bit while, a little bit before I took a leap of faith and I made the decision to jump all in, but not that much longer because a series of events basically told me if you don't jump in, if you don't utilize this gift to be of service, you are denying a call in your soul. So my question for you is, where is the call of your soul? Are you listening to the call? Are you hearing it? Are you pushing it down out of fear, out of insecurity, imposter syndrome? We all have that. I have that all the time. And I've been doing this for a long time and I have a lot of evidence and a lot of experience, but I still get those insecurities. I'm human. I'm messy. That's why developing our spiritual gifts, our tools, building these muscles with practical resources, metaphysical resources, learning from other people, listening to other people, connecting with their guides, their souls, their higher consciousness, their higher selves, their loved ones on the other side, interpreting dreams, tapping into astrology, numerology, finding all the signs and synchronicities that start to click. That's the stuff that helps us grow, evolve, gain the wisdom, and gain the courage to speak from that place of wisdom. I'm so excited you're joining me, that you're along for the ride of your soul. I have a feeling that this podcast is going to develop in extremely divinely aligned ways. So I'm curious. I hope you get curious, and I hope you stay tuned, you jump in, You connect, you ask questions, you listen, but more than anything, I hope you get your spiritual light turned on, your muscles get stronger, and you live more authentically yourself each and every day. Stay tuned. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.